MoneyWeb at Midday for all your up-to-date stories. Now, a new report is finding underutilized skilled female talent could address the country's skill shortage. The findings of South Africa's largest working women report sheds new light on the challenges and opportunities surrounding female participation in the workforce and also provides significant recommendations for businesses to address the country's skill shortage by tapping into underutilized female talent. More now from Philippa Geard, who is founder of Recruit My Mom. Philippa, welcome to you. And firstly, what are the key factors then contributing to this underutilization? The underutilization comes in terms of the context that we find ourselves in South Africa. And I want to just uh, paint the picture of the context in order to answer the question is, is that we have a massive skill shortage in South Africa, as we know, second crisis to our economic growth compared to um, only second to load shedding. And what we're seeing is, is we have more female graduates uh, coming out of tertiary institutions and more females entering the workforce than we've ever seen before. In addition to which, uh, we're finding across Africa more and more STEM graduates are are growing. So 47% of all STEM graduates across Africa are now female as well. And when what the study finds is is that as women progress in their careers, is is that 49% of them at least are taking a pause somewhere along in their careers, and largely due to the fact that they've got dependents. And they start to then fall off in their careers. So they take a break, they come back, but they end up being what we call the missing rung in the ladder. Mm. And if you look upwards to where seniority is in terms of where people are in executive positions in South Africa, we've got a very, very tiny percentage of women sitting in executive positions in South Africa. And what the report's saying is is that you've got this increased number of educated women entering the market, yet we're losing them along the way, and why? And what we're saying is, is there's barriers to entry, they're looking for financial reward. We've, we know that there's pay discrimination. There's lack of internal opportunities. Also, one of the findings is, is ways that companies can help women work through those career pauses by retaining them through flexible practices. And inflexible practices definitely came out of the report as something that businesses can look mm. at as an opportunity to attract and retain. All right, lots, lots to talk about, Philippa, but more broadly, as you paint this picture, it's a real mm. indictment on the current workplace environment and culture in this country. So what does business need to do to address this? So first of all, we look at the barriers. You know, what are the barriers that women are seeing? And to address it, first of all, what are the internal opportunities for growth? So have a long-term strategic plan as to how you're going to attract and then retain women all the way through the various stages of their careers so that you can develop them into senior management levels. What does that plan plan look like? So that would be implementation of particularly flexible working. So hybrid working came out as number one in terms of what people are looking for. So the assumption often is is that women are looking, particularly mothers are looking for part-time work. Overwhelmingly, the report showed actually people want to work full-time, but they are looking for work in a hybrid manner. And that's because they're looking for the social interaction. They're looking to be part of the office situation, but they don't want to be full-time in office. So look at flexible work policies, look at opportunities for growth, 
look at networking and mentoring opportunities that will help women feel included and have this opportunity to be able to go through the full um, career spectrum all the way up to seniority. That's another one that, that came out really um, as being important. Um, and particularly have a look at how one can even attract people back who've had career pauses. So, you know, they have had the skills, they've got the skills, they've taken a pause, they may be slightly out of sync with what's happening in the tech space. But what we've seen, particularly in tech world here, is, is if you can attract people who've been, for instance, a SAP project manager, they've taken a career break and you bring them back into the workplace, all you need to do is update them on the tech, but they've got all the other mm. skills and experience. So there's just different strategies that businesses can adopt to to do this. Sadly, conventional wisdom would suggest that in attracting women back into the workplace, uh, the sense would be that they have not kept up with developments and therefore would be of of, of some risk to an organization. Obviously not true, but uh, it would be a concern. Yes, and that's where, you know, I, I do believe that it's, it is, a, it's not, it, it's partly valid in that they will need some kind of updating on the tech. But in terms of the, the fundamentals of how do you manage people, how do you manage a project, how do you ma- engage with clients, all of the stuff that comes through experience, that's all there. Um, but all they need is a couple of months, six months mm. probably to catch up on the tech and returnships are starting to become very, very popular um, in a way of, of attracting these women back. But this report is very much not just about women who have had career pauses. This is also about women who are currently working, who are saying 45 percent saying we're working, but we're currently looking for another job because we're not happy. Is there a sense that business is getting to grips with these concerns? I think we've made enormous progress and we really wanted to let this, you know, we really wanted to bring this report out, not as a stick, but as a carrot to business to say, we honestly have made enormous progress. And I think COVID helped everybody understand that remote and flexible working is possible. However, we've seen an interesting debate happening in the last couple of years of businesses starting to consider, do we bring everybody back in office? And what this report shows is is that that's not going to help with your diversity. This isn't going to help with this long-term phenomenon and reality of a, a larger female workforce entering the market. And if you're going to recognize that there's more educated women entering the market and you're going to have a long-term strategy on how do you build diversity in your organization to retain and attract, you're going to have to embrace flexibility and not reject it at this point. Philippa Geard, some uh, very useful insight there and uh, one hopes that business is uh, listening. Thank you very much for joining me on the program.